Psalm 121. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. From where will my help come? My help comes from Adonai, maker of heaven and earth. God will not allow you to stumble. Your guardian will not slumber. Indeed, the guardian of Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps. Adonai is your protection, a guardian at your right hand. By day the sun will not strike you, nor the moon by night. Adonai will guard you from all harm and guard your life. Adonai will guard your going out and coming home, now and forever. The melody we just sang was from Israeli Hasidic singer, songwriter, and composer Yosef Karduner. Psalm 121 has become a prominent text in times of distress. It emphasizes the eternity of God. Rabbis and cantors will often turn to it when praying together with sick patients and their families. It is also commonly recited at funerals when accompanying the deceased for burial. In the wake of the tragic events of October 7th, the Bethsaidic spiritual leadership team initiated online and in-person gatherings to pause and reflect on the war. We recited Psalm 121 during those gatherings. And afterwards, we got reaction. We got feedback from congregants who found it very challenging to recite that psalm, especially during these circumstances. Think about it, when Psalm 137 laments the destruction of the first temple and subsequent exile to Babylon, those exiled Israelites ask, how can we sing the Lord's song in a foreign land? How is it possible to praise God? Today is International Holocaust Remembrance Day. During the Holocaust, there's many people who ask, you know, where is God? How could God allow this to happen? How can we sing songs of praise now in the aftermath of October 7th? One way is with the power of music. Music has been a powerful tool to accompany us and help us through challenging times. In fact, many of the Hebrew words that we use for music double as words we use for fighting and struggling. In his book, The Torah of Music, Joy Weisenberg gives some examples of this. For example, the Hebrew root Zion Mem Resh from the word Zamir, which has the meaning of song, also connotes pruning, cutting, fighting. In the Song of the Sea, which Blake chanted this morning, there is the famous line which Moses declares, O Ziv Zimrat Yah, God is my strength and my song, or my cutting force. It's the theme of our weekend, gathering strength through song. With this double meaning of Zimra, you have song and a strong fighting force basically are interchangeable. Another example is the root Shin, Yud Resh. This root for sheer evokes song, but also wrestling, struggling. The very name of our people Israel evokes both singing and struggling, as reflected in the story of Jacob wrestling with the angel. In addition, the root Nun Gimel Nun means melody, like Nigun. It evokes shield. If you turn the words, the, the, the letters, invert the letters in different order, it evokes shield, defense, like the word magen, like we have at the first blessing of the Amidah, magen Avraham, being God being a shield to Abraham. So we see a direct correlation between songs of praise and the notion of fighting and action. The story of Joshua, the first great warrior leader of the Jewish people, beautifully illustrates this correlation. Music manifested directly in his famous biblical battles. The most famous one from chapter 6, verse 20, is when he broke down the walls of Jericho with the music of shofars and shouts accompanying. Even more relevant or poignant for this to drush today is the story told in Joshua chapter 10. 
In his battle against the Amorite kings, Joshua implores God to have the sun stand still and refrain from setting in order to prolong the daylight, enabling him to pursue his fleeing enemies. There's a midrash, Acherimot 9, that offers a different interpretation to Joshua's instructions. And it does so based on the verse uh, from the minor prophet Malachi. From the time the sun rises to when it sinks, the praise of the Holy Blessed One does not cease from its mouth. As it was said in Malachi chapter 11, verse 1, from the shining of the sun to when it sets, the sun is constantly singing praises to God. Similarly, you find that when Joshua stood and made war with Gibeon, what was written there? Joshua spoke to God in full sight of Israel, and he said, Son, Dom, be silent, be still in Gibeon. He sought to silence the sun. It says, be silent. It doesn't say, stand still. It doesn't say, don't move. It says, be silent. And why did he say that? He said, since every moment the sun praises God, it has the strength to move. But when it is silenced, it stands still. Thus, Joshua, in saying the sun stands sti be still, he told it to stop. So from this story, we glean that singing songs of praise have a direct influence on movement. In the final two verses of Psalm 30, Mizmor Shir the song for the dedication of the temple, it says, You have turned my mourning into dancing, my sackcloth in into robes of joy. Why? That I might sing your praise unceasingly, and not be silent. Halavai, we should have the inspiration and strength to move and sing and not stay silent. For those who have studied, this, uh, who have attended the song circles with our artist in residence of Eva Chernik, it was a very moving experience. You learned that song has a positive transformative effect on the body as well. And on that note, as a plug, a reminder that everyone is welcome to join our song circle tonight at 7.30 in the chapel. Aviva has curated a partnership with Holy Blossom. Singing praises to God is what gave the sun strength to move. In times such as these, it's hard. Some gain strength through the solidarity of community. The early pioneer songs in Israel emphasize this sense of unity and belonging. Think of Rad Halayla. Night is coming down, our song is raising, breaking through the sky, round and round again, our hora renewed a second time. Round and round again, let's turn, for our road comes to no end, for the chain is continued, for our hearts are one heart, always and forever, for the chain is continued. Rad halayla, rav shireinu, habokea lashamayim, shuvi shuvi, horateinu, mechudeshet shivatayim, shuvi shuvi, venasov, kidarkeinu, en lachsov, kiyonim shechad hashasheret, kilibinu levechad, meolam veenechad, kiyonim shechad hashasheret, 
There's a sense of unity and belonging through communal song and dance. The pioneer songs also stressed a sense of unity through communal work. Take the famous verse from Isaiah chapter 2 verse 4 that says, They shall beat their swords into plowshares and spears into pruning hooks. The word for pruning hooks, masmerot, includes the musical root zemer, zain mem resh, linking the longing to going back to working the land with song. In the wake of the events of October 7th, many modern Israeli artists have written songs focusing on the strength in being together as one. One such example is Am Echad, One Nation, lyrics and music Ariel Zurayev, Yehuda Kaplan, and Yonatan Girtz. Our hope is not yet lost to be free in our country. Shema Yisrael, hear, O Israel, we are all one nation. The song borrows the lyrics from the national anthem, Hatikva, and it rewrites the Shema Yisrael prayer focusing rather on God, but not on God, but on the people as one. It is also an example of a battle cry, a call to action. A second song with the same title, Amechad, lyrics and music by Eli Keshet, Ben Sur, and Omri Sasson, was written on November 7th, a month after the massacre. Here is the chorus. Anachnu damechad, amechad, meyuchad, en lanu makom bachel alechet. Ani tsarichotcha, ohevotcha, achshelcha yachad na avo etzevasheket. We are one blood, one unique nation. We have no other place to go. I need you. I love you. I am your brother. Together, we will manage to get through this. Another song written on November 12th, Anachnu Zegoral, words and music by Tamar Yahalomi and Yonatan Kalimi, performed by Sarit Haddad and Adan Hasson, not only focuses on the people, but the connection to the land of Israel. I'm going to sing again just the chorus, and feel free, you can hum along, it's very simple. This would go like this. Just two chords, that's it. Again. Back to one. Mm -hmm. 
וגם אחרי החושך הגדול מגיע האור שוטף הכל את הדמעות ועד הצחוק אהובה שלי תגידי שלא עוד שעוד נשאיר בך ונרקוד גם אם הלב כבר לא יהיה אותו דבר עד ואנחנו זה גורל And after the great darkness a light is coming that washes everything away You are the tears and the laughter. My beloved Israel, say no more. We will again sing and dance and rejoice in you. Even if the heart will never be the same, you and we are destiny. I started by singing Psalm 121. So how do we sing this song knowing that in our hearts we will never be the same? How do we reconcile the message of hope of these celebrative psalms of praise and thanksgiving with the current pain we are feeling. In his book, Praying the Psalms, Walter Brueggemann suggests that these hymns express experiences of reorientation. The psalms of praise are essentially promissory. Rather than declaring what is, if the words are evocative of a new reality yet to come, then the words have a powerful function. They are an act of radical hope. We are going to conclude with a song, Misha Me'amin Lo Mefached, which is an example of such hope. Lyrics by Yossi Gispan and music by Adi Leon, performed by Eyal Golan, was released in 2010. It's not from the liturgy, but it's an example of radical hope. There is one mighty God. God gives us everything in this world, between darkness to a sunbeam. We only need to choose the path. The one who believes is not afraid to lose faith. We, have, we all have the sovereign of the universe who guards us from it all. The nation is a family. One and one more is the secret of success. The nation of Israel will never give up. We will always stay on the map. The song takes its theme from a quote from Rabbi Nachman of Breslov, one who accepts with understanding that existing is happy. Happiness is within reach. There is no need to look for it. And also the teaching, Kol ha'umlam kulo gesher tsar me'od, the world is a very narrow bridge. Veha'ikar lo lefached klal, and the essence is not to be afraid.